Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. The Daily Mix Show presents the most popular radio game on this side of the speaker. Let's play Beat Mix. Beat Mix, don't be a loser. Conrad from Puyallup is. Conrad, are you there? I'm here. I'm ready. Yeah, I'm Sarah, your host, and it's time for you to get out of here, Steve. Let's go. I mean, he's got rad in his name. I feel strongly about Conrad. You feel like he's rad? I do. For those playing at home, Conrad has 60 seconds to answer 10 questions. You can pass all you want, but you only get three guesses per question. Are you ready? Oh, yeah. Which NFL team went to four consecutive Super Bowl games from 1991 to 1994 and lost all four games? Steelers. No. Pass. What band won best metal performance at the most recent Grammys? Metallica. Yes. What Apollo mission was the first to land on the moon? Apollo 11. Yes. What shape is in the center of the Japanese flag? Circle. Correct. Jefferson City is the capital of what U.S. state? Jefferson City. Uh, Utah. No. Pass. What singer has the hit songs titled Yeah and Hey Daddy? Pass. White Claw was first introduced in what mid-2010s year? 2015. No. 2016. Yes. What was the name of the main female character in Peter Pan? Wendy. Yes. Who produced Michael Jackson's songs Bad and Thriller? Michael Jackson. No. Conrad, you got five correct. Okay. Kind of the exact same as earlier. You know, it's it's right down the middle. But if you you got this on a test, it would be a... It would be a fail. Yeah. But I did like that you answered with such confidence on some of those. He did. And he passed when he had to. So he played Mm -hmm. the game well. Steve, are you ready? Ah, yes. Which NFL team went to four consecutive Super Bowl games from 1991 to 1994? Buffalo Bills. Yes. That sucks for them. What band won best metal performance at the most recent Grammys? Oh, that would have to be Olivia Rodrigo. No. Uh, Metallica. Correct. What Apollo mission was the first to land on the moon? I don't know. Apollo 69. 
No. Apollo 9? No. Apollo 11? Yes. What shape ah. is in the center of the Japanese flag? Ah, circle. Yes. Jefferson City is the capital of what U.S. state? Jefferson City, Mississippi? No. Wisconsin? No. Jefferson City, Nebraska? No. What singer has the hit songs titled Yeah and Hey Daddy? Is that Usher? It is Usher. I don't know Hey Daddy. White Claw was first introduced in what mid-2010s year? 2015. No. 2014. No. 2016. There you go. What was the name of the main female character in Peter Pan? Tinkerbell? No. Uh, little, little, little Shorty? Little Shorty, no. Sally? No. Steve, it doesn't matter because you got six correct, which oh, is barely a win. Six to yes. five. So close, Conrad. So close. Mm. Oh, he's not even there. Just <laughs> <laughs> feels so bad. Does really, not fire me up. No, it really makes me no. feel like you're rubbing it in. Like it does. Yeah. I hit the wrong button. <laughs> sure. Little Hank Senior. Jefferson City is the capital of what U.S. state? You said Mississippi. Yeah. So I thought you were gonna guess Michigan. Missouri. Missouri. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I made it. Well, I guess it starts with M. Um, and I'm so happy you got yeah and hey daddy. I'm getting everyone ready for for the Super Bowl because Ursher. Ursher, yeah, hey, hey, daddy, and yeah, are two of his big hits. Hey, daddy. And if you don't know that song, he literally just says hey, daddy, over and over. I hey, actually don't think hey, I know that song. Hey, daddy, hey, hey, mm. hey. No, is it a song he wrote for his father? <laughs> I don't think so. Oh, here we go. <laughs> He's talking about so he's, himself. He is daddy. He's yeah. daddy. He's yeah. the daddy. And all these girls dancing around him are and his children. I mean, offspring. Oh, I don't oh know. sorry. Children it. might not be the right thing. Hey, daddy. So he's probably going to do this song at the Super Bowl, I'd imagine. He better. Is he going to have these hot girls dance around him, I'd imagine? Dude, I hope so. He has a song, and it's the one song that I actually really, really like. And it's about strippers, essentially. Oh, this song. Um, it's called I Don't Mind. Oh. It's, I Don't Mind. It's <laughs> He says, I don't mind if you dance on a pole that don't make you a hoe. I don't mind. I think that's very nice of him. Very progressive. I know. Yeah. He yeah. supports whatever his, his woman wants to do. So I'm really hoping. I know it's the Super Bowl and all ages watch, but if they had strippers while he was performing that song, I mean, or we've, we've ladies on the pole. We've had nip slips. Right? You I'm know? I'm really scared right now. <laughs> it's the clean version I found. You can take off your clothes as long as you're coming home. Right. That's nice. Take them off again. Yeah, get that money. Mm. I just wrote a song that's going to get played at strip clubs, basically. I know. It's so good. Wait, does he do, does he do I Want to Make Love in This Club? Yeah. Oh, that's a good one, too. See, that's also you know a more song. Usher songs than I think yeah, I realize. I mean, when I know, the, his yeah. debut album came out thirty years ago, I mean, I, I'm I, I was I was a fan. I, I I don't know much about Usher, but I am excited to see the halftime performance because I got to imagine it's going to be over the top. 
For sure. And probably, I'm hoping he brings out other artists that he's done collabs Maybe with. Maybe Taylor Swift? No, I don't think that's happening. No. She cannot steal his thunder. She I can't. Hope- Jason Kelsey comes out and does like a little <laughs> thing with him. I think that'd be amazing. On the stripper pole. He's on the pole. That would be amazing. That I would pay shirtless for. Shirtless Jason yes. Kelsey. Yes, I would make it rain on shirtless Jason Kelsey. Woo. I love a dad bod. Let's see it. <laughs> Rockaholics, the Cougar men's basketball team is having a phenomenal season. And there's an incredible story about one of their players that lost an entire season of hoops due to battling cancer. And now he's a huge reason why they are playing so great. We're going to talk to one of the voices of the Cougars, Matt Loveless, after Soundgarden. The Daily Mix Show. Steve Miggs, they do say, the kids say the darndest things. Yes. And last week, there was a video that went viral of a little girl cursing in the bathroom at the daycare that she attends. Has Barrett dropped any bad words? Oh, yeah. Which, okay, don't say them, obviously, but which ones has he said? Well, By pretty much all of them. F? Yeah, but mostly because he's asking, or he'll, he'll repeat that somebody said it. He'll be like, Mommy, Steve said F. Okay. And then I'll say, I, I know you don't have to say it. And he'll say, well, I was just reminding you. <laughs> yeah, that, that's, that's toddler logic. Or he'll say, Mommy, Daddy said a bad word. And I'm like, okay. And then he'll follow it up with, he said S. And I'm like, you don't have to say it. What about C? Oh, no. No, okay. not I don't that. Know. I, I, Good I, Lord. What kind of child do you think I'm raising? I, you know, some days I wonder. <laughs> some days I want No. He, I mean... I think those are pretty, it's, it's F and S are like the two that he is most aware of. What about hell? Or H? Well, he, well, and he sometimes says like, he'll go, oh my God. And I'm like, can we just change it to gosh, Gosh, please? yeah. Can some we people just get, weird, get weirded out about that one too. Yeah, yeah I tell uh-huh, understandable. Him, like bring it down a notch. Yeah. Say gosh. Yeah. Um, but he, he did get in trouble at school for saying the S word. But <laughs> actually what happened here at this daycare is what they told him to do. They were like, go in the bathroom and get it out of your system. The S word? The S Did they word. think he had to do the S word? Is that why I go to the bathroom? I don't think so. I think they just wanted to get him away from the other kids. Can so we that- as adults do that? I want to go in the bathroom and just start yelling curse words. Mm. Well, apparently this mom of the child told the kid that it was okay to go and do it in the bathroom because then she wasn't doing it in front of the other kids. So okay. I relate to this story because that's what happened at Barrett's school. So it's like that's the curse zone. Oh, Yeah. So now this has inspired other parents to do what they're calling the bad word bathroom challenge. Oh, great. And it's out of control. TikTok has a ton of footage of kids, little kids, swearing in the bathroom. And we have an example of it? We do have an example of it. This is the new rule. So I'll let you say bad words, but only in the bathroom. Mm -hmm. So get them out now while you can. Mm -hmm. Okay, and I'll be back. (laughs) Don't say bad words because you get in trouble and that's bad. So that doesn't happen again. Mommy gonna let you say all the curse words you want. Just this one time, you can get it out your system, and after that, don't ever say it again. Okay? Okay. <laughs> you got one out? Yeah. Okay, that's hilarious. I hope I don't have to do that with my kid. But that was kind of the first kid was that little baby Fred Durst sticking in you. Yeah. Oh Is that yeah. What they were saying. Oh yeah. Oh, that's amazing. Steve, I hope you don't have to deal with it, but just so you know, it's probably coming for you. So far, so good. (laughs) Well, there's a professional football player that just found out that one of his coaches left the team during a live interview, and the coach left a week ago. You're going to hear his reaction during the Daily Migs download after ACDC. The Daily Migs Show. Knowledge is power. So give us five-ish minutes, and we'll give you, uh... Some interesting stuff you can talk about at work. This is the Daily Migs Download. A.K.A. the DMD. Here 
here's your daily dose of doings happening in the world. And Ryan Castle's here. Ryan Castle, out of curiosity, do you call your home the Castle Castle? I do not. Castle that's, Squared? That's a, good, that's, that's, that's a good idea, though. I hadn't really considered that. I thought you were going to ask if you had a vasectomy. <laughs> We've been talking about vasectomies all also, morning. Also a good, a good question. Consider, I'm never going to have children, so, you know, I might as well. You well, can go to the vasectomy castle. Is, is there really one? I don't know, but there should be. There should be. We're talking yeah. about getting, like, group vasectomies. So uh, you're, so you're going to get one, too? Well, no, my, I mean, my husband's like going to get like, one. We are, we, talk, are. we are talking about that. That's, yeah. like, that's when, like, when women get pregnant, the husband goes, we are pregnant. Like, no, we are not. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to do a show live as we get vasectomies. Oh, that's fun. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I hear it doesn't take very long. It, Next unless day you're we'll, that one guy that called. Yeah, one guy said it took hours. That sounds it, it awful. It didn't go well for him. That's not that I would, He's okay I would now. imagine. That sounds awful. Were they, they just rooting around in there? The lady said she was the best in the biz, and clearly she Sir, was not. Sir, I cannot find your vast deference. <laughs> they needed a bigger clamp. Right. <laughs> hey, the DMD is brought to you by Palace Lawn. Hey, happy National Boy Scouts Day. That's a weird transition, but hey, we'll keep a, on that moving. Was a rough segue. <laughs> hey, Dallas running back Tony Pollard, he was just on the Pat McAfee show, and he was being interviewed, and one of the guys on the Pat McAfee show was like, hey... How about your uh, defensive coordinator, Dan Quinn? No longer there. He's going to be the head coach for the commanders, your rival team. Apparently, Tony Pollard had no idea that the Dan, Campbell, uh, Dan Quinn left. And it was already a week since Dan Quinn left the team. And here's how he reacted to it. Your guys' defensive coordinator obviously got the head coaching gig in Washington. I think you guys are still going through the process, right, of figuring out who that D.C. might be. When you, got, when you face that defense, what do you think? What do you look for them for next year? And who do you think they might bring in? Um, you know, it's crazy. <laughs> See, I hadn't been on social media. Like, <laughs> I kind of, I got rid of Ooh. Instagram, like, midway through the season. Did you just find out you lost your defense coordinator? I just found out right now. <laughs> oh. Oh. <laughs> I would love to be that unplugged. Oh. He must He must be the happiest guy on the planet. Think about how well he sleeps in that. Yes. But they don't have, like, a company email or, like, a, a group yeah. text that just says, hey, Dan Quinn's no longer a coach on the team. Yeah, if Steve left, we would send an email just to make sure people didn't let him in the building. <laughs> ah, that's a good point. <laughs> ACDC has had this countdown clock, clock going on on their website and social media. There's a hook from a song released back in 1991, and the clock will terminate this Sunday night at midnight. Most of us are believing that they're going to announce a tour, and I will be there because I've never seen ACDC. She's AC/DC. never seen ACDC. Well, I've seen ACDC a bunch of times. It's still the loudest concert I've ever been to in my life was ACDC it. at the Tacoma Dome. I think it I was, was at it that was, one. It was abs- it, I mean, it, it hurt. It was so loud. And I like loud. It, it was like painfully yes, loud. Yes, it was so loud. And it was awesome. It was amazing. And Rockaholics, if you have been following college sports this year, you probably know that the Cougar men's basketball team are currently having a very phenomenal season. And a big part why is because of uh, Miles Rice, a player on the team, and his story I did not know about until you hit me to it, and it is incredible. And we have your bud, Taryn, the voice of the Cougars, Matt Loveless, on with us. Matt! Hey, how's it going, guys? Hi, Matt. It's so good to hear your voice. It's one of my favorite voices in all of sports. Oh, thank you so much. I'll have to correct. I'm not the voice of the Cougs. i got to give Glenn Johnson that, that yes. honor still. But and and you actually, you've had the great honor of filling in for Glenn Johnson. I have from time to time. It's nice to get that front row seat to watch these basketball teams play, men's and women's teams here on campus. All right, Matt, so what do we got to do to make you the voice of the of the Cougars? We need to... <laughs> well, we, we need to respectfully let Glenn Johnson... Fine. I, I thought we could get to like a good yelling competition with him until he blows his voice out, and then you just swoop in and take over. <laughs> I have great respect. I couldn't do that to him. You know, it's funny. Whenever I, I, can. I, I talk to him about it, he goes, I tell everybody, you know, whenever they ask me when I'm done, I say five years from now no matter what time they ask me. So he's going to be there for a while, and I'm okay with that. 
Well, Matt, we want to have you on because Taryn sent me a link to this article about uh, the Cougars and just an incredible season that they've been having. And it really, it really went more into detail about the story of Miles Rice. And I was hoping you could share it with our audience because it's, it's, it's beyond inspirational. Yeah, it's, it's such a fantastic story. I mean, you know, fantastic stories are often built on tragedy. And, and Miles' story is no different than that. You know, we're, we're excited about the kid. Sort of one of those, I would say even a couple of years ago, he came in with a profile and, you know, hard to make this comp because of how great Clay Thompson has been. But mm-hmm. one of those, you know, sort of stars from his area who didn't get a whole lot of Division One big school looks. He's from the Atlanta area. Um didn't have anything close to home, but Washington State offered him, sort of took a flyer on him. So we were excited to see sort of what he brought. If he's a Clay Thompson, if there are worse things in the world as a college basketball fan in Pullman. Um, but unfortunately, the, the sort of sad part of the story began uh, September, right when his freshman year, his redshirt freshman year was beginning when he was diagnosed with lymphoma. And that cancer diagnosis sounds like it was real tough for him, but I mean, we, we talk about it being an incredible story. If we can just fast forward a year, my goodness, what what a change in perspective that game gave him as a person. He seems to be so joyful on the court. Um, and clearly what he went through last year hasn't affected his play. And so naturally, we all came into this season hoping he would be a star. And my goodness, he has been. So that's been real wow. fun. And I believe this week he was named the Pac-12 Men's Basketball Freshman of the Week. Yes, for the fifth time this season. Wow. I, I, I believe he just set a record for freshman of the week honors for a WSU player. So I think he's pretty much a shoe in for Pac-12 freshman of the year. Um, and without knowing sort of how all the freshmen across the country are doing, there's a lot of great ones. But he's in that conversation as, as one of the breakout stars in college basketball. And not only did he, you know, battle and beat this cancer, but then he also had a little setback where he had some sort of a like an infection or something that landed him back in the in the hospital. But he just comes back with this incredible strength and has been such an inspiration on the court. What has it been like to, you know, be inside of of Beasley there and watch that go down? Well, you know, it's it's fun to watch him hit a big three and sort of celebrate with the crowd. He'll sort of square his shoulders up with the alumni section and sort of take in take that in with you. I was there um, pretty close up for the win against Arizona a few weeks ago, and he had big shots there, obviously a big shot in the Apple Cup uh, last weekend. And so it's fun. He sort of riles up the crowd. Now, Taryn, you know what Beasley Coliseum is like when it's full yes. back in the Tony Bennett days. We're not quite there yet, but but I'll say, you know, it's there's not really much of a chicken or egg conversation here. We need basketball success in order for people to show up. And that shift is starting to happen again. I go, and I sure wish we could get some more butts in those upper bowl seats, but <laughs> we're not quite there yet. But you can see there, there's a bit of energy. There's five home games left in this season. I anticipate as we start to make a real run at a real NCAA tournament bid, um, that atmosphere is going to ramp up, and, and obviously Miles is such a big part of that. As far as the timeline for the big tournament is, you know, considered, what, what, when does that, when do we find out? When do we find out more? Well, we have, oh, what is it, about nine games left in this regular season, Pac-12 tournament there in mid-March. I think March 17th is Selection Sunday, so that'll be the day we know for sure. Obviously, um, Cooks could do a whole lot to eliminate the suspense of that day. You know, right now the bracketologists all sort of have us on the bubble there. Now, you know, this is me complaining as a small market 
team fan, that bubble is much thinner uh, when you live in Pullman than it is for like a Florida who's got a similar profile as, as WSU, but is not a bubble team. So there are some things in there that we hope we can sort of solidify. Can't lose to Cal again. But I think that uh, I think we'll get some good news this year. I'm optimistic. And to go back to the story of Miles Rice, how was his family throughout all this last season? I mean, were they around over at the campus, or like, what was it? What was it like just behind the scenes with him as he was struggling and dealing with the with with the cancer diagnosis? And thankfully, he's doing good now, and he's playing great for the team. But what was that like last season with him and his family? Yeah, without uh, without knowing him very well personally, you know, I I am aware that his mom came and and lived with him here to sort of take care of him and make sure he got to his treatments. He didn't mention that infection that sort of caught up to him. Luckily, it wasn't the cancer spreading like uh, was an initial concern. It was just an infection. I say just, but of course, when you're going through chemotherapy, that's a that's a different ball game there. But mom was here. You know, I hear stories about his dad. His dad reminds me of my own dad where he might have a good game, but you get a text from him and he's like, so what happened on that? He's, you know, he's got a good head on his shoulders. He's obviously got very supportive parents who are very involved, and I, you have to imagine that helped him so much to have a support network around him. I also know just just some of the cougs around him. Uh, you know, I, I kind of get my insight. I have a student here who, um, and it, by the way, I teach broadcast journalism classes as well as do voice work for the cougs, but I have a student who's a manager for the men's basketball team, so I'll always pick his brain and get some insight about, you know, okay, who do we got this year? Who's going to be good? He was all in on Miles preseason, and it just sounds like such a supportive network. And honestly, let's give a lot of credit to Kyle Smith, the head coach over here, who sort of rebuilt this program, created a culture. These guys really like each other, and certainly the the infectiousness of Miles Rice's spirit on the court has been awesome. Well, thank you so much. We've been talking with Matt Loveless, one of the voices of the Cougs, and a fellow graduate of the Edward R. Murrow, now College of Communication. Go Cougs, Matt. Yeah, go Cougs. Thanks for having me on. Awesome to talk Cougs with you. Anytime. Thanks, well, that was fantastic, and I'm feeling the crimson and gray pumping through my veins I mean, right I root now. For, I mean, I, okay, I'm not like, I don't have a college team really other than the fact that I have to send a check to <laughs> University of Washington for my <laughs> wife's grad school stuff. But I, how do you not root for a guy like that? And then also, root, I mean, I'm sure there's some Huskies that won't, but I, you still got to have a lot of love for a guy like him and just what he came through and now potentially going to become the rookie of the year or freshman of the year, whatever, however they determine it in, in the world of college hoops. Yeah, super exciting about Miles Rice. And uh, yeah, I, I'm excited to see what happens and how we shake out and hopefully big big tournament play as well. Well, Rockaholics, if you consider yourself a big fan of rock music, you might be able to name a song after hearing only one second of the chorus. You want to prove it? You're going to have your chance. And you could also win concert tickets to see Beartooth. 206-803-ROCK. We're going to play Hook or Shook at 920. <laughs> The Daily Mix Show. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink... What you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? 
Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. The Daily Mix Show presents the Extreme Music Showdown. Let's play hook or shock. Please sign this waiver before we continue. Thank you. We'll drop a one-second snippet of the hook of a song. If you can't name the song, watch out. You're going to get shook. Time to play hook or shook on the Daily Mig Show, where all week long we are playing for Beartooth tickets. They will be at Showbox Soto. On, oh, yeah. yeah. They will be at Showbox Soto on February 27th. Our contestant is Brooke in Renton. Good morning, Brooke. Good morning. So we've got to get both songs right in this game to win those Beartooth tickets. Yes. The first clip, you are totally on your own. The second clip, a member of our show at random has to get it right for you. If you lose, caller nine will get those tickets. So let's see who you are playing with. Will it be me, Migs, or Sarah? Sarah, Steve, Sarah. It's going to land on Sarah again. It's landing on Sarah again. Apologies. Or should I say girl power? Girl power. Well, I mean, you need to be powerful in order to have girl power, right? I don't think Sarah falls into that. You know what? Sarah got, did you, was it yesterday you got, at, at some point this week you got one. You did. I know, the listeners keep getting it wrong. <laughs> so then I don't have to go. You seem so relieved when the listeners get it wrong. That way you don't have to have the, the all that pressure. All right, Brooke, we're here to see this be a victory for you. We're going to play right, your first I'm- clip. Are you ready? Yes. Oh, I know that song. Do you want to hear it again? Okay, play it again. Oh, I know that song. Sarah Sarah wants to give you a hint if she can. Okay. Okay, do you have either the the song or the artist? On the tip of my tongue. Uh, let's see a hint. Sarah, do you know the song? I know the song. Oh, wow. Yes. Okay. I think when you look into the sun, it is so blank. Okay. Was that a terrible clue? I mean, I could have thought at least of 50 better clues, but let's go with that one. That's a rough one. Um... <laughs> You know, the sun is so blank that you have to cover your eyes. Can I give a hint? All right, give it. Let's just see if it works. All right. How about a murdering happy person? Killer. And what's the That's the artist. I can't remember the artist. (laughs) Oh. Oh, It's the killers. Mr. Brightside. Uh 
Oh my gosh. That's so funny. I was literally thinking, I'm such an idiot. I was thinking it was Mr. Bright Eyes. Bright side. Bright side. See, a murdering See, happy would... person is a good clue. Yeah. When you look into the sun, it's so bright. That I got, I got what you were saying, but I still would have thought it was eyes. Hey, my guess bright eyes. My hint at least got her the band name. That's true, I guess. Dang it. I don't have to go, though, so. I Sorry, Brooke. I would have not been a good helper on that one. I was thinking Vegas. That could be a hint. But if you don't know the band from Vegas, that really I did not know you. they were from Vegas. Oh, yeah. Wow. This is an educational day for me and Brooke. I, you know, all these years, I thought you were not as ignorant as you are about the killers. Caller number nine gets these tickets to... Uh, Beartooth, 206-803-ROCK. Give us a call. I am I am hip. I'm cool. Yeah, that's what people who are hip and cool usually say. <laughs> I, too, am hip and cool, fellow kid. Steve Buscemi over here. Oh, right? my God. What's another? As we talk about a band's album that's like over 20 years old, I believe. No. Oh, I think Hot Fuss has got to be 20 years old. Hot They're also a, uh, Mr. Brightside goes hard at Emo Night. I will. Oh, uh, like, dude. Yeah. Every time we play that, it's like, oh, my God. And to be honest, I don't really consider that band to be an emo band. But that song, when we went to the Emo Night in Dallas and that started playing. People you, lost it. Your boy Steve Miggs was losing his mind. <laughs> Do you know all the words? No, I don't know a single word other than I missed our bride. I just know jealousy, blee, blue, blee, blue. Actually, blee. this year the album turned twenty years old. It was it came out back in June of two thousand and four. That is unbelievable. Yeah. It's Hey Caroline amounts of like <laughs> sing alongs. Mm. <laughs> well, Rockaholics, if there has been something we discussed this morning that you would like to talk about, now is a great time to give us a call. 206-803-Rock. We're gonna check in with the Rockaholics after the white stripes. The Daily Mix Show. Rockaholics, if there is something we had talked about this morning that you would now like to talk about, 206-803-ROCK is the number to call. And we're excited to check in with you guys and find out what's on your mind. For instance, this morning we were talking about my husband yes. scheduling his vasectomy. I love that he sent you a text saying, are you talking about my vasectomy on the air because I'm getting emails and text messages <laughs> from people, which I thought was hilarious. He said he's gotten five or six emails and texts from people. So he does morning radio over in Bellingham. He does. And has he shared that he's getting a vasectomy yet, or is this how... I the, bet he has now. Well, this is how some of his listeners have found <laughs> out. We did not make a plan to like jointly talk about the vasectomy appointment, but I think probably uh, secondarily he decided he should probably bring it up. Hot topic in our house. Uh, dude, a hot topic with our audience. When you brought it up, I thought, yeah, there's going to be some people to have a story to talk about. But, man, our texts and our phone lines were flooded with people wanting to talk about their dong snippage. And Eric from Edenville wants to give a little uh, contrast to all the great experiences that we have Ooh. heard this morning about vasectomies. Eric, what happened with your vasectomy? So I went to, I got mine done to the state originally. I actually ended up having two of them because the first one, it's a whole big mess. Anyway, I go to Olympia and uh, the lady comes in and she's like, oh, don't worry. I'm the best around, best in the state. And I was like, oh, God. <laughs> so it's supposed to be a 15 minute procedure for the whole thing. My wife and kids are waiting out in the office. And uh, she, about 10 minutes into it, she finally gets the first one done. She's like, huh? And uh, she was like, can you feel anything? I was like, yeah, I can uh, feel that quite a bit. And uh, so she starts giving me shots of lidocaine. And uh, we're trying to put the second clamp on. Uh, and uh, she's having trouble. I was like, oh, she's like, can you still feel that? And I was like, yeah. And um, we went back and forth with it. And then I'm like seven shots deep of lidocaine. 
and uh, she's still trying to get the clamp on. Well, she struggled with it for four hours. Oh, my, my wife God. is freaking out in the, in the living room, at the, uh, the waiting room and everything. So and hear, we got to get a bigger clamp. We got to get a bigger clamp. Yeah, yeah, you do. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, so what was, was she shooting you with the right stuff? I mean, why was it not working? I could feel everything she was doing. But I don't know. Like That's crazy. And like, I am uh, like, after about 30 minutes of it, I am like, you know, getting anxious and like, what's going on? They had to give me like a Xanax and stuff and uh, trying to calm me down and everything. We're just going to get this done. I'm almost done. I want a Xanax right now just hearing the story. I would look at her and be like, about that, you being the best in the entire state <laughs> thing, I think we need to revisit that. That I've already sweat out like 15 pounds of sweat, probably. Oh, like, God. it's ridiculous. I'm like nervous. And I ended up having to go to a urologist to have him finish. But the the first pee I took after that first uh, uh, vasectomy was like nothing but blood. Oh, no. Oh, my gosh. Okay, we are definitely not telling Brad this story. Right. <laughs> and so I go in for the urologist one, and he's like, all right, well, this won't take long. And uh, next day I looked up, I'm like, all right, we ready to go? They're like, no, you're already done. I was like, oh, wow, okay. I get home that night and everything. I was like, I, I know you didn't, like, shave me up. I was like, did you shave me like this? Apparently they, like, detailed shaved me and all this. I was like, <laughs> nice. <laughs> they give you a fade? <laughs> <laughs> uh, it, it, it was, uh, you couldn't get any slicker. <laughs> I can't believe that woman who's bragging about being so good at it and it never stuck. Oh, that, that is, is brutal. And then he goes, like, oh, it's already done. I mean, does she not like lose her job over that? Did he find her like on Wish? Oh, God. Henry and Auburn, you also have a vasectomy story and you went to Dr. Snip. Henry. Uh, Henry or Johnny? Oh, Johnny. Johnny. Sorry, I'm, I can't read. <laughs> it's okay. Uh, yeah, I went to Dr. Snip, and first off, that is not a real doctor there. That is just the name of the office. Oh, oh so there's like multiple Dr. Snips there. There there are like two, usually. And so did you get the, did you get the um, congratulations, your snipped army knife afterwards? <laughs> yes, I did. <laughs> okay, so this... A laser and gray pocket knife if someone texted in saying that that's what they got after going to Dr. Snip. Yep, you get a little sample cup because when you after you get it done, you you go home and heal up, and then you have – I'm going to be really careful about how I say this. Appreciate you. You, you, <laughs> you have to uh, relieve yourself 20-ish times. Yes. And then after that, you go back with a sample so they can test it to make sure that the, the sniff works. That you're shooting blanks. Exactly. So the best part was I went in with a friend of mine. She's one of my best friends in the world. And they, they take you in for an eval and they ask you all these questions and blah, blah, blah. And they looked at her and they said, are you sure this is what you want? And she looked at her at the nurse. And she was like, oh, no, 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 no. This is like my brother. Uh, and we are very clear that he does not want children. I've never wanted kids. I'm 41. I've never wanted kids. Right. I got snipped when I was 35. All right. And my my insurance covered it 100%. Nice. That's it great. cost me nothing out of pocket. And how long of a, re uh, a recovery was it for you? So you lay up 
for a day and don't do anything. You just sit there with ice on your boys and hang out and do nothing. You know, this vasectomy thing is starting to sound really enticing. Like you lay around, do nothing, which I'd love to do at least once during this week. Steve, it gets better. Okay. So <laughs> after your day, you can kind of walk around. And I went back to work on Monday, and I told my boss, I was like, hey, light duty, I can't do anything. And he asked why, and I told him. He was like, oh, yeah, don't do anything. I was like, perfect. So I had a week, and I had a doctor's note, a week of doing nothing at work. I drove around. I made deliveries. I didn't touch anything. I didn't do anything. I was like, okay, bye. So that was a week. And then the following week, I was right back in the gym and everything was fine. Wow. See, I've already been doing years of doing nothing at my job, so that's not going to be any... <laughs> <laughs> that's not a big, not a big are, selling point are. for Steve. And I also love that you have you to clean... completely ready. You have to do the cha- clean the chamber out at least multiple times. So that's always... that's That sounds like a fun adventure, too, you know? No? <laughs> I think so. Hey, babe, I need your help again. We really quickly got to talk to Chef Cozy in Olympia okay. about burgers and veggie trays at the Super Bowl. Chef party. Cozy's our friend over in Olympia. Yes. And you got you got some words for Sarah? Absolutely. What's going on, guys? What hey, up, brother? Hey. Yeah, yeah. I got the... I sent up a couple pictures I found here at the shop this morning. I don't know if you got them or not. Those are some of the ideas I can do, but... Taryn was spot on with the Uncle Dan's for sure. That's the yeah. best ever. What is Absolutely. Uncle Dan's again? Uncle Dan's, okay, correct me if I'm wrong. It's like a packet, it's like a dip packet that you mix with mayo and sour cream? Yeah, you can mix with mayo, sour cream, buttermilk, mm. all the above. And it absolutely makes the best style ranch dressing for salads, dips, you name it, anything, man. Well, I just want to say that uh, I, I got to go to Chef Cozy's restaurant, and I did not know this, and he hit me to this when he was there. He makes all of his own sauces in-house at his restaurant, and there's probably like, I don't know how many you have, like 10? And we got to try uh, all of them. and seven of them. There's seven of them, and they were amazing. So oh, that's awesome. Listen to this guy with dips. So also, Chef Cozy, do you agree that the dip that comes with the pre-made veggie tray is totally it's trash? trash. Under a tire. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Thank you, Chef. Run over to the parking lot, feed it to the crows. Yeah, it tastes like vinegar. Oh, God. Thank you so much, Chef. We still got to go swing by and say hi to him at some we point. We do. Yes, I'm absolutely. getting hungry for burgers right now. Well, why are parents encouraging their kids to curse on TikTok? We're going <laughs> to tell you at 9.50. The Daily Mix Show. Also amazing. Have you ever in your neighborhood get like one of those business cards? Someone's like trying to get you like to buy, use them for landscaping and they put like a business card sure. like with a rock and a bag. Sure. I always assume it's because my yard looks like trash. It could be. But uh, apparently there's a person in Calgary who decided to do the same thing. But instead of a rock in that bag, it was a Coke rock in a sense because they were handing out cards with cocaine samples attached to them. <laughs> Thinking that this is a way that you could get some business. Yes, this happened in Calgary. Business cards with a sample of cocaine, and it put their name and number and said, if you want more, reach out to it's me. It's remarkable how someone can be so smart and so stupid at the same time. <laughs> Free drugs. <laughs> it's a pretty great business plan, if you ask me. Hey, as far as weather, we're going to hit a high of 46. It's going to be cloudy. Thanks to SeattleBoatShow.com for giving yeah. us the Daily Migs download, and that's what's up. Ryan Castle is up next with your Morning 12 Pack. The Daily This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. 
Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Odyssey is giving you a chance to win a trip to London to see Taylor Swift at the Eras Tour. It's Tay in the UK. Hey, it's Taylor. Just download the free Odyssey app, log in and listen to a participating station for a minimum of 60 minutes to get your daily entry. And you could win a chance to fly off to London with three friends and see Taylor. I can't wait to see you at the Eras Tour in London. For more, go to odyssey.com slash Taylor. Tay in the UK. It's on the Odyssey app. Thanks to Republic Records. This is a national contest. (laughs) 